episode of Empire's Finest, part of the Vendetta Sports Media Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Krieger. As always, my left, your right, my co-host, Anthony Fontanella. And what's going on, buddy? Yeah, same shit, different day, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're coming off a very, very great weekend. Fourth uh, of July. Uh, the, it was a very eventful weekend, especially for us in the show. So we're, we're kind of just going to start right there. We were last recorded Wednesday night. The show came out Thursday. We placed our Subway Series wager. But before we even get to that, I do want to mention that that night, Wednesday night, was probably the worst night in both of our team's franchise history because the Yankees put up a seven spot on Shohei and then lost after like a 20 hour yep. rain delay at yep. like one thirty in the morning. I was, uh, I was talking, I was, I was talking like we won the game, the entire episode. So funny, especially looking back on it. And then <laughs> I kind of, I, I kind of <laughs> teased this a little bit at the end of the episode when I was going on my Steve Cohen rant, but the Mets ended up losing 20 to two that game. And oh the, yeah. yeah. So it was a very, it was, we were both teams were at tipping points and it could have gone poorly for both teams. Luckily, you know, it was like a immovable force versus, uh, I don't know, whatever that fucking phrase is. But whatever. Mets and Yankees both yeah. had their worst loss of the year meeting in the stadium. How'd that go, Anthony? I'll let, you, I'll let you go from your perspective first. Oh, from our perspective, it was an absolute shit show. It was, it was, hor- it was horrible. I mean, you can't trust Chapman to close games anymore. It's like. He he just doesn't have he doesn't have it at all. Uh, Cole, we need to find a way to get him some spider tack quick, or else uh, yes, this contract yes is going to be yes, you do. fucking terrible. Like I don't know, we got to get somebody on that. Figure out how to get him spider tack without getting caught. I'm glad they won the game that we went to, although uh, I I only, I barely got to see anything because by the time I got into the stadium, uh, it was already I believe the bottom of the, the tail end of the bottom of the second. Like as I walked in. Gio Rochella hit a three-run home run, and I was like, oh, great. glad!" I, and that was really all the offense. I was like, great. Glad I missed all of the offense because we only scored one more time, but that was from our MVP, the wild pitch. We want to start with Friday, or you want to go? Was Friday, was Friday the we rain out? Go, Friday was the rain out, which kind of screwed up everything. But, yeah, we can go on Friday of how they were trying to get that game in and – just never happened, and they make these double headers. Honestly, you know, is really bothering me about these double headers. Just it. they should just straight up like postpone the game for like an like an off day at some point in the future, because uh, these double headers are really killing me. Just like the it's such it's 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 crap. Honestly, to I'm I'm gonna be frank with you, it, it, it's crap. A seven inning double header, uh, and Sunday when me and you both me we went the way I got there was just atrocious. Uh, I had someone drive. I didn't want to drive. I didn't want to even take take, take a car in there. I told, I told you this me. right away. I told you. Oh, believe me. I know. I wanted to take the train, my but my my boy didn't want to listen. I said, okay, you'll see how it is. And it took us forever to, to park. It took us forever to get in the stadium because there was a big getting, delay. Getting into in Yankee Stadium was the, the first game. absolute worst. Oh, is that what the reason was? Yeah, that was what they the said? first game went like an extra like 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah, it was atrocious. I got there at probably six twenty-five, and I barely was at my seat by first pitch. Barely, half hour of fucking waiting in that line outside. It was disgusting. 
the Mets fans with me. First of all, that stadium was loud, and it was not for the Yankees. When when Pete, <laughs> Pete hit, when Pete hit that homer in the top of the seventh at game one of the doubleheader, that place erupted, and it was because the Yankees blew a lead and the Mets had, take, had taken the lead. I, I was kind of – I was shocked. Yeah, because Yankee fans have flat out like given up on this team. Like the ones that the ones that do show up, or I don't even know what they're there. Like I like I I went and I made these plans to go like 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 about two months in advance when I didn't think the team was that bad. Then as it's closing in on this time, I'm like I like I barely even want to go, but I'm still gonna go. Like I, Yankee fans are giving up on this team, and I I mean. It, it was the opposite situation for me. I wasn't planning on going until like January, uh, to like July, like first, second. I was like, mm, like, to, it's, this is different. Subway series that normally is normally we just the Mets get the, you know, get the shit kicked out of them by the Yankees. If we get one game, we feel happy. But this was, if the Mets wanted to prove they were legit, they, they thought they had to beat a legit team. Too bad the Yankees are the furthest thing from that. Um, I'm walking away $100 richer and. So the next, the next question is red or black, Anthony? What do we like? What is it going on, red or black? <laughs> uh, we're going to throw it on red just because I looked up and seen a commercial with the color red all over it. We're throwing, we're throwing it on red. But uh, so the doubleheader thing. I was wrong about this initially i was all about the seven inning double headers i loved it i maybe i loved it so she's a mets fan because i get to have a quality starting pitcher go six out of the seven innings if, if that um but the mets are in the middle of i'm pretty sure they're fifth or sixth double header at the moment so 12 games two innings off each game you're they've already played basically three less games out of 162 like that that's yeah. a, that's a big difference I I don't know. The Mets have walked off in every single home opener doubleheader, which is a weird fact that Gary Gary Cohen shared today. But it's just I I don't love it. I hate the extra inning rule. And then especially as a fan perspective, like I hated going to an only seven inning game because I thought the Mets just had if they had two more innings, there's a chance that they win. You know, it's like. And also the thing about these double headers and uh, like back in the day, uh, I feel like we saw a lot more double header sweeps. I feel like these seven inning double headers, like nobody's getting swept anymore. Like it's just like a wash of a day because you're just trading wins. It, it depends on and, like the, the starting pitcher too. Like if you get a dominant starting pitcher, of course, you take that 10 out of 10, but like, yeah, I agree. Especially when you get to these bullpens early and then you, you're seeing the shitty half of these bullpens because you need them in two games, but I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, that first, so the first game on Sunday where Cole, uh, Cole's just absolute stinker and, and meltdown in the fourth inning, uh, during that game, when chat, when, uh, Chad green came out through two pitches and then they go and put Chapman in <laughs> I knew right. I, I knew right away that game. The game was over. I said, "You're putting Chapman in with a one-run lead." I, I I knew it. I knew it. And then I and then I didn't realize who was leading off the inning until like I until like they showed it. And then I was like, "Pete Alonso." I said, "Yo, this guy's going deep." <laughs> I said, "He's going deep," and that's exactly what happened. Chapman uh, has like absolutely pissed me off like so much, and I'm glad that the second game, Boone 
uh, realize that I don't trust anybody else in that bullpen. So I'm going to throw Chad Green out there for three innings. Had an immaculate and, inning, too. An immaculate inning. Yeah, and, and, when, and with an immaculate inning in the middle of it. And Chad Green just basically m- mowed down the Mets for three innings. And it was lovely. It was actually wonderful to see that we got a pitcher that can throw strikes. Uh, because, you know, after watching Chapman and Cole walk walk the bases, walk the bases loaded, fucking start after start and Chapman day after day, you know, it just get, it, it gets a little annoying. But it, the best part about Sunday for me was after the Mets win, this team, they don't quit. They rally. They rally, they score, they win. Blown save after blown save. In the middle, we got we're blessed by getting the All Star announcements. There, are, there are three <laughs> three players in this yeah. game. Uh, three players on both teams that were selected to All Star. Uh, of course, one of them, Jacob Degrom, the King, the Goat, the probably the future MVP, and definitely the, the Cy Young Award winner this year. Um. Garrett Cole and Aralis Chapman. Now, they had two very different days on on Sunday. Chapman, of course, mm-hmm. blew the lead, and then Cole looked like a fish out of water without his spider attack trying to pitch. When do you when, when do you stop watching? When do you put in like when when do you, when does Anthony Farnell quit on this team? Like fully, fully quit. Like no um, longer watch quit. Like not no longer waste your time with the team. Oh, that's a. Uh, let's see. I know they are four and a half out of the second wild card spot. So, when it falls, if they end up falling to like, if they fall like nine or ten out of the wild card spot, that's probably when I'm going to be like done, done, and like, in with individual players. I know that day's approaching. With, I mean, with individual players, that day is going to come a lot sooner. Like, Garrett Cole, uh, the, like, the honeymoon phase lasted half a season because that shit is so over with. Dude, you played your big, your two biggest rivals as a Yankee and just gave us two big stinkers. Like, Garrett Cole has is, is got to, like, figure something out because he's on the verge of like getting freaking kicked out of town. And like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I mean, obviously I kicked out of town because we now owe him a shit ton of money. Like, yes, another, another contract that now I am, I am scared about because they take away the spider tack and you would, you think that he can work without it because the first game without it against the twins, he actually had a really good game. It was like seven innings, like two runs. I was like, okay. So like, he may, he's maybe not going to strike out 12 guys a game, but if, you know, if teams still can't score, I don't care. Uh, that clearly has not happened. He's just been getting knocked around by everybody. And like, it's not even the, it's not even the problem getting knocked around. Like against the Mets, he, the Mets didn't have to swing the bat in the fourth inning. Yeah. He walked the bases loaded and then just single, 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 single. Next thing you know, the game's tied. It's like, and the Mets are like the, the second to last team in the National League to run score. They don't score runs. They just don't do it. Yeah. And then the Yankees just fixed it, fixed them. <laughs> they don't. They don't score runs. God bless you. And we just and we let the Mets. We let the Mets score. What was it? Uh, 10, 10, 15, two. We let the Mets score 17, 17 runs in basically like two and a half games. Twenty three innings. Love it. <laughs> Twenty three innings. Like. 
Are you fucking kidding me? The second to worst team offensive wise in baseball. And I guess while we're up, we're on the topic, like the Mets are clearly going to be buyers this deadline. Uh, obviously, the Yankees say they're still going to be sellers. We don't really. I mean, the Yankees say they're not selling, but no one actually knows. And I, if it keeps going this way, I mean, the All Star breaks next weekend, or they're in their like final series. It's coming up, so we're going to see where things shake out. Basically, the halfway point, but the Mets are going to need like someone to hit a home runs, and you would think that their home run derby player would be able to do it. But Pete Alonso just has not been hitting home runs this year. They're gonna have to find something. Maybe, maybe, maybe they they get Chris Bryant from the Cubs. They fucking are a disaster right now too. I think they've lost like twelve straight. Yeah, I've been hearing that all like almost all year long. But I mean, the Cubs uh, started like out so hot, and then they looked like they were gonna contend yeah. for a second, and then it was. I think they've lost like now twelve in a row. I've been seeing David Ross rumblings on Twitter that they want him gone. Um, I think that's probably a mistake, but what do I know? I want to fire Luis Rojas after after a game. When they fired the hitting coaches, I thought they should have fired <laughs> Luis Rojas, but that's just me. Yeah, uh, well, the Mets are definitely in place to be buyers. I mean, they're going to go into the all-star break in first place in the NL East. Um, I tell you, from the Yankee side of it, I personally think this team should sell no matter – how far back you are in the wild card race? Because who the fuck cares? Like, I, I don't sorry, know who on the I don't know who on the Yankees would be like a who and would want. The answer would have been Chapman because a quality closer in the or a quality we, got our arm in the now, pen from playoffs see, now, is valuable. Now, but. yeah, now we need chat. Now we need Chapman to go and like put together like ten straight saves, like for us to, to for us to sell him. Bit, yeah, just to boost his value. Uh, I'm thinking. Any guys that people would want um, that we could part with? Urshela. Uh, I mean, personally, I don't think anybody on this team is untouchable. I'm just trying to think of guys that would give give actually give us a good return. Uh, or I know Urshela would. Yankee fans might come after me for this, but I think I think if for the right package, uh, Judge should be considered. They're not. Um, no one's getting rid of Judge Anthony. Use your brain. No one's getting rid of him. They put. They call the fucking judges' chambers in right field. They they built like a multi-million dollar like marketing field around that. Yeah, Who are you gonna put there, Stanton? The dude who can't play outfield anymore. Him, you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to either just eat the money or like work out some sort of deal where you can trade him away and you know not have to pay all of it, but most of it. I mean. Stanton is just like, what did we go? What did like, what did Brian Cashman think that he was going to get John Carlos Stanton in here and he wasn't going to want it and he wasn't just going to end up playing DH the whole time? I like, I'm sorry. Like, I know that the American League has DH, but like, we honestly need that spot for when they want to give Gary Sanchez like a night off behind the plate. And I'm not talking Garrett Cole whenever he fucking, whenever Garrett Cole starts games. Let me not diverge yet, but it, it screws our whole lineup up when we can't like interchange our DH. When our DH is John Carlos Stanton night in and night out, it's like we can't even give guys half days off because Stanton just clogs the DH spot. He can't play the field. It's actually it, it's actually pretty ridiculous. And another thing on John Carl on uh sorry Garrett Cole, 
Garrett Cole's got to stop being a little bitch, honestly. He's got to stop crying and fucking just pitch to Gary because you clearly no. haven't been much better with uh, no. Kyle Gashioka. You're and wrong. You're just taking, like, you're taking our hot, uh, one, one of our hot bats out of the lineup it, just for being a selfish guy. You give your star pitcher whatever he wants. That's on Boone and Cashman for letting um, Stanton not play right field. Because in that situation, you want your pitcher, your ace pitcher, pitching to the guy that he wants. DeGrom gets Nito when he wants. Like when it, when, it, when it, his ERA in Nito starts is under one. DeGrom has also done a lot more for the Mets than Cole has done for the Yankees. I don't. I think you earn that stuff. I don't think you just get given it the second you walk, especially after the uh, performances that you that he's put up the past couple of weeks. I'm sorry, but you, you, you're you going to need to, you know, stop babying the guy and tell him straight to his face. You're going to pitch to Gary, and that is that is what it is because you clearly haven't been doing much better with Kyle. You, you're, you're placing blame on the wrong guy here. The blame should be on Stan for being too big of an idiot to play right field because then you could get exactly what you want. You get Cole to have the pitch the guy they want to do because Gary's a shitty catcher. There's no two ways about it, and you want your best pitcher to be with a good catcher. And you could sacrifice that bat in the like in the National League. That's not an issue. Like we don't, like we can don't play. Like that's fine. It is what it is. You you, you get a personal catcher. That's fine. And, and that's not like a new thing. It's not just a Garrett Cole thing. But yeah. in the American League, that should be perfect because you get your if you have a situation like the Yankees where you have a, a hitting catcher, which is a very few and far to, far between in the MLB, you slide him into the DH. But nah, it's because stanton's legs don't work anymore he, he used to have, be one of the best right fielders in baseball have a cannon contract yes. five balls now like what i don't get it the dude is uh clearly clearly uh he's even watching too many bodybuilding videos and thinks and thinks that he's fucking ronnie coleman That's when he thing. should really just <laughs> you know don't even get me started on Boone. Does, that he, man make the, does he make the year? Been, of course he's going to make the year because they 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 don't have the balls to fire him mid-year. I mean, it's like what Cashman never talks about, right? Is that, oh, I don't we don't make any changes mid-year and blah, 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 blah. Like the waste of time it was for Hal to go on a Zoom conference and talk about how, oh, well, people don't understand that when my father was around, a lot of the rash decisions he made weren't really the best ones. It was like, Bro, just shut the one, hell up. Like, one of them produced World Series, it. the other one didn't. I, I I mean seriously, dude. It's like one one of them ended up one of them one of them ended up getting you a, a very a very good dynasty from the mid mid nineties up until up until basically two thousand nine. I mean, you you had a damn good team for a really long time. You won five World Series. I mean, there's really not much more you could ask for. I mean, I, I, in my opinion, I think George did a great job and fired people when they deserve to be fired. And Hal just like sits there on his on his fucking hands and acts like acts like he knows better than everybody. And also lets Cashman just like walk on water. Like Cashman is safe from everything, even though the team he built is clearly flawed and just absolute garbage against the really really good teams in the MLB. But they don't really care. Regardless on if this stuff even were to get published, I love this. Like I love watching Yankee fans be fucking suffer because I it's where I live my entire life. I had my face rubbed in it my entire life. My all my friends, all of my friends are Yankee fans, and they all just told me how shitty my team was. And now you get a little bit of taste of what the Mets fandom is like, and I'm just gonna say soak up every second of it. 
even if this podcast never would be released, this Zoom don't go out, this conversation just stayed right here, I'd still be just as happy because I, I, I just love seeing the Yankees fans suffer. Well, last thing on the Yankees, and the, I guess the subway series before we move on, um, what makes you angrier, the Mets succeeding or the Red Sox just leapfrogging over the Yankees? Because one of them nah, is like, one really of them, care. one of them's at home, and then the other one's like, you're like one time nah, rivals. It's it's definitely definitely the Red Sox. Like if the Mets like if the Mets do good, I don't really like. I'm not really that. I'm not really mad if the Mets do good. It's I'm mad if the Red Sox do good because I hate them. Like I really do. But no, I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm actually I'm I'm not one of those Yankee fans that just wants the Mets to lose. Like I I, I mean they can like if they if they win I. It wouldn't really bother me. I'll put it. I'll put it that way. Like, I mean, I got a lot of I got a lot of Met Met uh, fan friends, and uh, I mean, they've been suffering for a long time. Like, I really wouldn't mind if they won. I would. I wouldn't mind if they won a World Series. I really wouldn't. Uh, anything else in the Yankees before we move on? I mean, I know you can do another four uh, minutes of this, but. Yeah, I, I probably could, but I don't want to bore anyone. Uh, uh, I think I said what I had to say for now, and we'll we'll see what we'll, we'll we'll see where they are after the All Star break, and see if I'm gonna be in like full freak out freak out mode, which I probably will be because I know that they're gonna suck. All right, we got a little programming note. Um, we mentioned it last weekend, but we finally got our shit together, did what we had to do. We are on are on socials and. You'll see these clips now going forward on Twitter. It's Empire's Finest, but the I in Empire is a one. So it's E-M-P-1-R-E-S, Finest. That's on Twitter. Instagram is Empire's Finest as well, except the I in Finest is the one. So we'll be able to keep track of that. I'm sure that won't be a pain in the ass down the road, but it is what it is. Getting these social handles is, is difficult, but whatever it is what it is make sure you follow us on those we're gonna be doing a lot of show content there um getting some clips out probably do some sort of giveaways we'll uh we'll figure some stuff out but uh just a little programming notes if you're listening follow us on those um also i guess while we're doing the follows we could just do all this now uh you can follow myself at adam krieger 1997 follow anthony mm-hmm. at ant font one and underscore font one right or yeah yep oh yeah i got correct. that right three episodes down took me um <laughs> i guess a little other programming note just before we, we move on to the nba and whatever else we do we end up talking about um as you can probably tell i got a big fucking microphone swinging around so if my audio sucks i'm sorry uh, i got home this this past weekend and i found out that my headset was broken snapped the tip clean off so that was super annoying but and enabling me to get a cool mic i feel like some i feel like kind of like legit i don't know how i feel about it yet though we'll, we'll figure it out once the sound comes in i wish i could hear myself but that's just egotistical me make sure i don't sound like an idiot but so if this is a pain in the ass i'm sorry i'll know it when we edit it but as far as i can tell everything's gonna be good so and then one other quick thing just huge shout out to hunter um hunter's kind of going to be half on the empire's finest team i'm not going to take him completely um and he's a vendetta intern he's jumping on board the pirate ship but 
for now, he's going to be working on Empire Swine. getting some clips up and uh, just helping us out. So shout out Hunter. He made a really cool uh, edit that's going to go out. And then one of the other thing that Hunter and I were working on is that we're going to, at the end of each month, we're going to put up like a best of. And so probably five, 10 minutes from each episode, throw it together, whether it's, we do it every month or every three months, something like that, but just cop around a little bit, especially since we started this right in the middle of baseball season, you're going to get to see our life as baseball fans, especially come October when sports get crazy. But yeah. All right. That's all the programming shit I have to say. All right. So we will, what do you want to get into now? The NBA? Going to talk NBA. Yeah. We could do some NBA. Um, before we, this isn't like before I get. To, this is before we get the actual like games and everything. But like, what's with your boy making like CP3's final all about himself? Like, he, he, you think LeBron's gonna be on the float or what? <laughs> Not gonna lie, if I see if I see LeBron on the fucking Phoenix Suns float, I'm, I'll be like, bro, just fucking retire. Get, get the fuck away it's man. really it's really insane like i get that they're friends and every, i think everyone's happy for cp3 but i think like to a certain extent like if you're a fan of lebron like i know anthony is if you're a fan of the lakers specifically and maybe not less of a fan of lebron more fan of the lakers which i think is the kind of ca- the category you fall into i would be yeah. pissed if i saw him like supporting the suns like the team that is probably going to run the west for a little bit now because they seem to be pretty built, you know. As long as CP3 is around, this team looks like it's gonna be able to do some damage for the, you know, the next few years on the road. And then LeBron's just like cheer, like rooting for him. See, like I, I like I'll sit here and I'll say like I'm happy for CP3, whatever. Like, like you know, if he ends up winning uh, his first ring, uh, that'd be great. You know, I mean, it's been a long career and he hasn't even like he's barely sniffed the finals. So whatever. But like, I know him and LeBron are friends. So it does bother me like a little bit that he's like rooting for him like so much. But at the same time, uh, as long as I don't see LeBron on any fucking Phoenix Suns float or hanging out with Chris Paul with the with the trophy. I'm like, dude, just like, why don't you uh, why don't you go rest up? And uh, when and when the Lakers won more next year, and then you can be on your merry way, and you know, we can we can all be happy that you were a Laker because you won us two championships. But you know, the one the one is nice, but uh, we would like to like one more. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. yeah. Bef- before I, I before we actually get into the basketball, I can't believe I forgot to say this, but and I haven't even told you this yet. But like, quick shout out, Lexi Martin's one of Irvington's finest. She taught LeBron a yoga class. This weekend, she all of a sudden I get a text from my boy and it's a screenshot of him FaceTiming his sister and it's literally him and LeBron just having a full conversation. He rented out her yoga studio, took her class, said, uh, kick LeBron's ass. That's kind of that's kind of funny. Just shout out Lexi Mar and shout out the Mar. That's pretty cool. She's back in Cleveland. He's training. He's doing yoga. Just a small world. So somehow shit like that happens. All right. Into the actual basketball. Suns ran him out of the building last night. Giannis did come back, um, but relatively ineffective because of who he when he's not 
his he's not full he's not 100% his game is different because the only way you can get away with being not 100% and doing well in, in the NBA is if you can shoot and that's that clearly not one of Giannis's strong suits so Suns kind of took the game one relatively easily uh, I, I was on a live stream last night with Jackson your former co-host uh, mm-hmm. host and host of Tandemonium so we I mean we weren't really talking much basketball but I did watch the game it, it, DeAndre Ayton's a bad man yeah, no, DeAndre Ayton uh, was doing did, – did very well last night for his first finals game. I thought a lot of the guys uh, on the Suns did very well for their first finals game. But you know what really is one thing that I just was getting a little annoyed about was that, like, they – like, all like all these uh, media outlets and, like, ESPN, like, covering the game, and they were all kept talking about how no one, no one on any side of finals experience except for Jay Crowder, but none of them won any finals. I'm like, you know what, if – you know that the other team has no finals experience. You have no finals experience. Like, what does that have to do with anything in the game? It's really just going to be a regular game at that point. Like, Jay Crowder, Vendetta Legend. <laughs> Vendetta Legend, Jay Crowder. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess that is a good point. I mean, I don't know if I really count Jay Crowder as like an important player on that on that yeah, team. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, that that was just the only guy that they would talk. They would be like, oh, well, he's the only one with finals experience. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, but it was only like six games. I mean, <laughs> what are you going to really do with that? So I, I I said something on the stream the other day or uh, yesterday, and I'm curious to hear what you think about it. I said my first prediction is Suns in four because the shorter this year, the, whatever, the more recently this gets done, Giannis clearly isn't 100% healthy. So Suns in four or Bucks in seven. You you think that's like a cowardly take or no? Uh, I mean, may, just say yeah. Maybe, 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 <laughs> could be. I mean, listen, I don't know. The Bucks are like the Bucks have really surprised me with the way with the teams that they've beat this year. Most specifically, just the how they like handled the Nets. I, I know Kyrie didn't play, but like I was really just kind of surprised that they really handled the Nets because I thought that they were not going. To get past the Nets, but they did, and uh, I mean the Hawks. The Hawks did actually put up a fight against them, and they only really went down when uh, Trey Young uh, couldn't play. Although Giannis didn't play the last couple games of that series, and the Bucks still won without him. I will say this though: I think the Bucks can win this series. Uh, the problem is it's going to be depending on Giannis and his health because. You know, if Giannis has still got that bum ankle for like this entire series or this bum knee for this entire series, uh, I'm going like I would say Suns in four is got a much better chance than Bucks in seven. The only I'll reason I that. think that it could be Bucks in seven is because if the Bucks still won and then they're extending this series, and because Gian- although he was playing, like I don't know if Giannis was giving everything he had, and if he is, then like he's got to work his way up to being more healthy. But, like, as this goes further on into July and he gets more and more rest, because, you know, the NBA, they love to drag this shit out, you know. We're just sticking, sneaking two days, yeah. you know, two days in between games. Like, every hour that they have off is advantage Giannis, an advantage that this team is trying to get healthy. And he is he, – when he obviously – he's one of the best players in the entire NBA um, when healthy. So, he is 100% a, different, a difference maker. Um, and I, I – that's the only reason why. Suns and four is cool to say. It's a cool idea. I mean, I think 
at the end of the day, like looking back, if it was actually 2004, everyone would be pretty pissed off about this NBA Finals because since there's literally it's no super teams, it's super, you know, new two new fan bases. Like, yeah, we would like to see an exciting series at least, maybe putting it down the memory books. But unless like, in, unless something happens, this series could be either really boring or really long. Uh, I think I think it'll go towards the more like exciting end of it. Like I don't think I don't think it's gonna be, I don't think it's gonna be like one of those uh, like just blowout blowout series because the Suns the Suns don't strike me as a team that's gonna really like destroy anybody, especially in the finals because I think the Bucks are just too good uh, to get like annihilated. Like realistically, I'm thinking Suns win in six. I don't see it going seven. But if it does go seven, I think the Bucks. I mean, I think the Bucks have a real good shot. But I, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Suns in six as like my actual prediction. That's what I really think is gonna happen here. Suns in six. I like that. So, it, it'd be really cool. I mean, it'd be cool for the, that city. Um, it, it looked like it looked like a fun atmosphere to be in. That that, that game was. Oh, time. definitely, definitely. All right. Um, what else? What else? What else we got? NHL, fucking boring, boring. Oh my boring. god! What a yeah, yeah. Lightning, lightning. You're just gonna come back home and win, real easy. Gentlemen, sweep uh, a little bit, a little bit of that. Although, although, one thing about the NHL, yo, did you hear about that? Uh, that that goalie for the Blue Jackets, I got hit in the chest with a firework and just died. That that shit was crazy. Dude, yeah, fireworks are fucking crazy. I, I think. I think that maybe, first of all, New Yorkers are skewed because of, like, fireworks aren't, aren't legal here. So when they do happen, it's when, like when you do hear them, it's like more of like a, like oh shit, where's that? Like what's gonna happen? And then like you hear the fireworks, and then thirty seconds later you hear the sirens, and like it's not like yep, that. Yep. It's not like that here. But and because of what happened to JPP, you know, he was a New York fucking giant star, and you know that. That started a, a crazy, you know, that Schefter got some hot water for the HIPAA violations, but and then the, the pictures went viral and all that, all that shit. So I think New Yorkers have a little bit of a different tale towards it, but yeah, fireworks are fucking dangerous, dude. Like real dangerous. It's really fucking sad too. Yeah, no, like that's crazy, especially since he wasn't even the one like doing them. Like if he was doing, if he was the one doing them, I'd be like, you know, like, you know, the risk involved with like doing that stuff. But if he, you're not even doing them like yourself, then that's just fucked up. Like the whole JPP thing. I was so, so mad when he blew up his hand. Cause I was like, dude, you are like, I like you are the, one of the best players in the NFL right now. You won a Super Bowl for the giants. Uh, you had this incredible years at the end. Like you're, like you're on you're on the track to be like the next Michael Strahan and you blow up your hand with a firework. Like what the hell are you doing lighting up fireworks by yourself or on your own? I don't I, I that just made no sense to me. And the craziest part about it is now that like he got kind of like ostracized from New York and he's gonna have like he's went on to you know, he's a Super Bowl champion now. Oh yeah, no, now he's now he's in Tampa and won another Super Bowl with but them. It's he, like okay. He gets a cool glove. He, he gets he gets to tell him he's got a cool cool party trick, and now he's, yeah. he's got he's got Super Bowl champion. I think did he get one with the Giants or no? Was he on that yes, he the second it, team? So he's gonna get two. He might have eleven. He was yeah. He, he might was, have he more race than fingers. He was a big part. He was a big part of two thousand eleven. 
yeah so when it, the firework thing it's a little bit different but yeah it, you leaving new york it's a very different world um i guess i'll kind oh, of sure. just we'll wrap up with a little bit of this but i'd be remiss if i didn't talk about my uh 24 hours with try um yes how how was that well i it was good um i think like the i was probably nervous for like the first like 30 seconds because it's like holy shit like it's the first time i've ever i don't normally like converse with like random people on the internet and although trey's not like random like i never met him like you know i don't never we've never been in the same state before at the same time so like the fact that i was just like i had driven two hours i was like go hang out with some guy like you know we chat every now and then i was like i had one moment of realization and then i was like fuck it like whatever it is what it is and then it was good we went out to outback um to be honest i'm kind of fucking pissed at him because he wouldn't let me buy anything and that was annoying um he had me out <laughs> he had me out there and he, he wouldn't even let me buy a fucking meal i was annoying uh, and i made sure he knew that the entire time um <laughs> he talks about going to the gym a lot but he, first of all gyms out in pennsylvania anthony or nothing like the gyms here dude this, this thing was in a fucking strip mall it had a movie theater so we walk in we went to this place called the edge right first of all it's in a fucking strip mall it i don't know if are you familiar with the sports club like in ardsley the one right off the sawmill it's you know how it's like next yes okay. yes so it's mm-hmm. like it's pretty much like a closet like it's on the top of like a parking garage it's in like a weird ass yeah. strip mall this one is in like a real mall like someone like the palisades you walk into like it's got like a target zone entrance two floors must have had like 150 200 pieces of equipment and then you walk in and it's there's this gigantic sign that says edge cinema i go, I go try why is your gym have a movie theater like, i don't know i've never been in that all right didn't really think much of it I walk around and then i also met producer alex he lives with trey and so we all came in together and then he i asked alex about it. he goes dude go look you walk in it's a full fucking movie theater and but instead of chairs it's like different rows of cardio equipment and they have a schedule outside <laughs> and of, of different movies each day and i guess they just run on 24-hour loops or just the gym oh my hour gym so like you want like i think it was like jurassic park or some shit when i was there like it's pitch black like it's just a movie theater nice ac it was it's just different breed when you be in new york it's a different world we miss out on oh, a lot of shit the, the gym the gyms here are just like are just like uh like a two hundred, like a two hundred by two hundred foot sweat box would just—you could have fit fifteen of, of the gyms I used that I have it here on, like pretty much like one floor of like one like one fraction of that place, like insanity. And I, I was like, "Do you guys ever have to wait for equipment?" And they're like, "Sometimes it gets packed." But those people, like they, they you know, there's different types of gyms. I go to like a fucking like a community center one. So it's not like super intense, but like I was in like a weightlifting gym and you could tell because like they have to have like fucking signs, like no slamming weights, no yelling. Like it was like one of those like hardo gyms. Oh my God. I was intimidated. <laughs> nah, but fucking, they moved. Trey moved a lot more weight than me. So that pissed me off. Um, my arms are so fucking sore. That was yesterday. Like I lifted like probably 27 and 28 hours ago. And I still can't feel my arms. That's annoying. <laughs> um 
it's a good workout. But yeah, it was it was interesting. He smoked me oh, in some video like, games. Like he no th- listen oh, listen, really? listen listen to this. He would not play me in Madden. He claims no, he that he would Madden. be he claims that he would beat me 77 nothing and it wasn't even worth either of our times to turn on the game. Like wouldn't do it. Really? I was pissed. I don't know. That sounds, that sounds to me like that sounds to me like somebody's a little scared. Try. You heard him. I'm down for a rematch. <laughs> I'm down for a rematch. I mean, he he took me in FIFA. FIFA I haven't played in like seven eight years. I didn't get shut out in that, so I was happy with that. Uh, we played the show on like a sixty five inch TV, so my timing was all off. I lost in that. Yeah. And then I got I got him in shell that I was happy about. Couldn't lose that. Okay, okay. At least, you, at least you got him in jail. That's that's the most important one. He didn't have a two K. That would have been like, that would have made it two two the series, and then we would have had to play Madden. And I think I'm pretty good at Madden too. But he was like, no, like no chance. He wouldn't even entertain it. I mean, like I used to play Madden like a lot. Uh, trying to think what year it was. I was really Madden 2017. I was so into Madden. Like I was like all about playing Ultimate Team and shit. Like I would. I would just go online constantly. Not like I'm saying like I was crushing kids, but like I won a lot of games. Like I was pretty good at Madden at some point. I mean, when you play a game every day, you just you're just good at it. Like 2K, I, I played I played 2K I played 2K like like I'm talking like full pro am team for like five years in a row. So you still I'm not gonna lie like to you. Someone play me in 2K. You still uh, play 2K like that or no? Uh. Like I grinded not so, twenty, not so much this year. I was a big, I was a nice center. In you grinded twenty, like like this year, well, like this year. Uh, I played up until I got to a ninety nine. Uh, I we started like like we started doing you know really well. Like got used to the game, started winning a lot. But then the problem was like we just got super bored. Like you just got like that's what two K is every year for me. Like it just gets to the point where it's like it's so boring because like like me and like I would have a full squad of five and like we would just go in and like honestly win like four or five games a night and it would just be, be super boring. I'm like, can we just like play something else? Dude, that any up system they got that in the cages. That shit's fun. That shit is fun. Yeah, I do like uh what did I what did I like a lot? I liked um uh, when they would do when you would be playing like uh park games like three V threes and uh and like it was it was like glow in the dark. Like settings, I thought that was I thought that was cool, even though I couldn't really see the ball. Can't see so that shit. Was a bit of I hated struggle, it. But <laughs> it was alright. No. <laughs> um. Anything else? Any, anything to close out the show? I mean, next week we're gonna we're gonna get a guest. Um, it's either gonna be a, one of our wrestling friends or yep. someone from the site. We're still still figuring it out. Still trying to make things work. Um. <laughs> Make sure you hit you follow those socials. Empire's finest with the one in the empire Facts. is the Twitter, Facts. and the one in the finest is Instagram. We're gonna get start getting some clips out. Start doing some, start doing some stuff. All right, how, we're gonna do we're gonna do a giveaway. We'll workshop it right now. How many followers on each account do we need to do a giveaway? Our first giveaway. We can do multiple. Um. What'd you say? Maybe when we reach 50? We've had 50 on both. We've had 50 on both, and we'll do our first one. That's one yeah. raffle. 
Yeah. And we get to 100, we'll do another raffle. And then for every 100 after that, yep. we'll do two. So try and get it up there. Take a little trick out of the all day, every day show. That was their, that was their move. It worked. Hopefully we don't have some trouble finding our winners like they did. But um, yeah, that's the other thing I want to say. Um, obviously, you're most likely listening to this on YouTube or on Spotify, whatever that is. But if you're on Spotify, go check out our YouTube page, uh, Vendetta Sports Media. We have like five or six, seven like really good shows. Um, I, I was listening to Tandemonium before we started recording today. First of all, there was just they, they they do a very different show than I do. They um, and I, I respect the hell out of Brian for being able to handle the topics and like talk about the topics that he does. And Jackson and Courtney they do a great job. But like, you know, they were talking about like the Rachel Nichols thing today, and like I don't. I don't give. I don't. I can't talk about that. I don't know what anything is. I don't know what, what those situations are like. But so whatever you want, like we have a variety of great content on the on the Vendetta Sports Media, whether it's sports stuff, video game stuff, podcasts. Um, we've been putting a lot of effort into our Twitch. So Twitch.tv backslash Vendetta Sports Media. Um, if you have Amazon Prime, go subscribe there. But we we got a lot of great content nowadays. It's been it's been. Um, been fun to be a part of and this is like kind of our dead time too just wait until football yeah pretty much i mean listen football is a whole whole different animal especially i know like i know adam especially for me too football is one of the things i get like super crazy into i'm doing like you'll see i'll be putting out i'll be having betting betting picks like for every single game almost I, it, it's going crazy. And then, especially if the giants are good, uh, you should, you should watch, you should watch out for me. I could either get really annoying or you really like me, depending on what side of the fence you're on. All right. Before we close out, uh, before we end the show, we're going to do, we're talking about the Jets and the giants. I just recently did. Um, so for those of you who don't know, one of our first sponsors at Vendetta sports media is symbol. Um, they are like a, essentially like a sports stock market. You can invest in teams that you like, so what we've been doing is we've been breaking down the teams, Garrett and I. But so next up, you know, the Jets and the Giants were up. And I, I want to hear your take on this. They are both roughly for around $40 a share. I'll actually pull up the exact numbers right now. 40? Uh, yeah, 40. I so, had the Giants at like 28. So <laughs> there okay. you go. There you I go. Didn't... All right. That's what I do. Set it and set it and forget it. All right. Nice. Okay. So the Jets are the Jets are forty two oh seven. The Giants are forty twenty three. Give me your give me your thoughts on that. The Jets are more expensive than the Giants. Yeah, I think that that is. I think the Giant. If if that's the case, the Giants uh, should be a hot buy because, I mean, I'm sorry, but the Giants were just built to have a better season this year. Like, the Jets have got a you know you you got a rookie quarterback. I mean, like. It's not like the Jets are going to be steamrolling the competition. Like I expect them to go like, you know, I expect them to get like four or five wins probably and have a nice, have a nice draft pick and keep improving. But the Giants, you know, this is a make or break year. Uh, my honest prediction, I think the Giants are going to be like 10 and seven, to be honest. With you. I think the Giants are undervalued. Yep. Ten and seven. You heard it here first. 10, seven NFC East champs. That's, that's a great symbol return. If they get ten wins, that's five dollars you get back in your account with their yes, with their dividends. Which is which is which is why I believe that you should easily go in there and buy yourself some giant shares. All right, since since we're doing the symbol stuff, and I'm sure we're gonna they're gonna post this or we'll get this out there somehow. But 
the NFL market is so inflated right now that there, like, the, there's only two teams. Uh, there are only five teams under forty dollars. Meanwhile, you go to the really? MLB, you go to the MLB, and there's, um, um, let me just do this one more time. There are two teams over forty dollars. So, my opinion, your value is in the MLB team. Stack up those dividends, get another team before football, but. On the Giants' note, I think so. The NFL market keeps going up, like it, like it's been going up. Because, like you said, we when we first when Vendetta first part when partnered with them, the Jets and Giants were both around like twenty dollars a share. That was yeah, those were both exactly. Best I think buys. the Jets were like nineteen. Exactly. Yeah, so they, now, they, they now that now that they're so far up, um, if they're gonna if you think that they're gonna continue with this trend, like you do, my play. Was maybe you sneak around, you got this Giants at forty dollars, but then once Daniel Jones sucks and you get a new quarterback and you start the whole process over with Joe Judge, championship teams have quarterbacks and rookie deals. That is the play. If you're if you're if you're thinking about buying the Giants, that's your hope. Is that you have to just hope that Daniel Jones isn't isn't the guy. Gettleman's out, Jones out, Judge stays, new quarterback. Winning championships because de- defense still defense still plays. Defense still plays, and you got the pieces on offense already. There, just need a quarterback. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Empire's Finest. Again, myself, Adam Krieger, nineteen ninety-seven. My left, your right, at Ant underscore Font One. Uh, Empire's Finest on Twitter and Instagram. You can find it with the ones. You'll figure it out. I said it a bunch of times. I appreciate you guys listening. Anthony, appreciate you guys listening. If you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Help us grow. Help us get better. And then, uh, yeah, stay tuned for giveaway number one. $50 each or 50 followers each. 50 followers each. And then uh, we have uh, Empire vlog to plan soon as well. So stay stay on the lookout. We'll have to get that done. We're, we're going to get that. I'm saying that right now on air so we can lock this in. We're getting it done before the end of July. We're both busy, man. It's oh, 100%. Hard, it's hard to yeah, plan it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, End of July, yeah. you will have the video on the Vendetta Sports YouTube uh, page. All right. Again, that's going to do it. Empire's Finest. Thank you guys for listening.